Hi everyone and welcome to Sterling's Business Success and Coffee podcast, kindly sponsored and supported by Sterling's group coaching programs and Fix This Next free online business assessment, enabling you to pinpoint what your business needs you to fix next. Business tips to help you level up and scale up. Hi everyone, it's Simon here from Sterling Coaching and welcome to this podcast episode in which I am so pleased to have, as it says on her Zoom screen, Anne Wright. Actually, I know her as Annie Wright, so you have to correct me on that. Uh, But we've known each other for, oh, what is it, 10 years? It's got to be 10 years. Yeah, more. Uh, And, you know, I'll keep calling it Annie because that's how I know. No, no, it is Annie. It is Annie. Okay, that's okay then. So, um, yeah, so I've known Annie, uh, first of all, as a client when I first started coaching. Uh, she's also uh, helped me out with my my own sort of uh, skeletal and muscular problems, as well as my horses as, as well. So welcome to today's podcast, Annie. Tell the listeners a little bit about you so we get a little bit of the story of what's brought you to this podcast. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's lovely to be with you today and with your listeners. Um, How did I get here? Wow. Um, It's a long story, really. Um, I I landed up being a chiropractor. Well, actually, I got kicked into being a chiropractor by a horse. Um, (laughs) And I had a competition, a championships. And that championships meant a huge amount to me. So I went to see my chiropractor. And uh, by the end of that, somewhat longer treatment than normal, um, I left with the the view that I actually could become a chiropractor. Uh, And that was really the the start of of my own physical journey in the fact that I was 27 at the time. And when I was 22, uh, in my second week of um, the Royal Military Academy at Sandhurst, I damaged my knee. And effectively, I needed to leave the army. I needed to find a job. And um, I needed to to find a way of healing my knee because the consultants had done everything they could to um, remove the effects of the arthritis in the leg, um, in the joint. And um, basically they had come up to the point where they needed to replace it. And obviously at 27, that wasn't going to happen. Good. No, wasn't going to happen. No. Um, so yes, that's, that's the start of my journey. And my journey basically has evolved as I've learned more. Um, yeah. and, uh, that's why now I, I coach people with joint health. Right. Wow. Okay. And do you still do the equine therapy as well? Do you still do anything with horses or I, I do. other animals? I, do. I know you've got quite a menagerie at home. I have a menagerie at home. Yes, I, I, I certainly I do. It's, it's always what I've called my professional hobby. Right. Um, it's something that I can give back to, to animals. They do so much for us. Um, they have kept me alive, literally, the animals. Yeah. So I've had horses all my life. And at the dark moments, I've always gone to them. Um, and they've always been able to give me a rub or a nudge or a kick at the backside to to get on. Yeah. Um, so, yes, that's my professional way of saying thank you to them. So, yes, I do dogs, horses. Um, and then I do I do one farmers, um, high value bulls. Um, ah. The local farm vets just found yeah. out I was a chiropractor and actually they get asked quite a few times. 
does any yeah. chiropractic yeah. do and you know do farm animals so yeah sheep goats all my goat kids get a little yeah. tweak as yeah. you know a few hours old to make sure they're all yeah. okay so yes like the five star treatment then oh they get five star treatment hopefully yeah, yeah. yes bless it, them and it's interesting and before entertainment yeah before we, we before we go into the coffee I just want to share with the listeners one story because you just made me think about something that, that I've never shared with anybody else before. So uh, keep it quiet, keep it to yourselves. But if ever I have a fallout at home with Angela, and you've met Angela, if I ever have a fallout, uh, our house has a paddock and then the stables at the, the other side of that paddock, I always used to go and sit in the stable. So Angela always used to think I used to go for a walk out. And actually, I used to go and sit with the horses that were in there. And you're right, there's something therapeutic, isn't there, about just going in and being with the animals and talking, but not having anything talked back. And I went in there and I could whinge and I can moan and I can sound off. And the poor old horse would just stand there or lie there and just take it all and just nuzzle up to me and say, it's OK, you're all right. Oh, absolutely. I, I love the, the greatest sound to me is the, the contented munching of of hay or grass. Yeah. yeah. And I always, yeah. and if it, I can at night, just listen to it before I go to bed. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right there. Yeah. So <laughs> there, used to be, there used to be an artist uh, on iTunes called Mary Ann Kennedy, and she did a whole uh, album uh, of songs about horses. And that was one of the things that she actually wrote a song about, that sound and the sweet smell of grass. It's, just, it's the smell of the, the sweet grass and the chewing sound. And she, she wrote a song about that. So, uh, but yeah. So let's talk about coffee. coffee. You've just about got some coffee left in the cup. Oh, I've, really I've got about half left in mine. Tell us what coffee you're drinking today and why. Uh, it's actually Blue Mountain. Um, okay which um, I, I found from our fantastic health food shop in Bourne uh, called yeah. The Spice of Life. Um, it's, it's just a very easy everyday coffee and it's my simple pleasure um, yeah. in the morning. Um, it used to be a Sunday treat and uh, okay. since lockdown, it's now become our, <laughs> daily, our daily tipple in the morning. Yeah. Um, and it is just... There's something about getting beans and um, grinding them down, mm. and then uh, having that fresh smell of coffee in the in the in the kitchen is lovely. And I, I love the fact that you do that. Unfortunately, I'm way too lazy for that. So mine today certainly, most days, comes in a pod. Comes in a pod in an espresso machine and that's it it's a very nice espresso machine it's a KitchenAid espresso machine but yeah it comes in a pot I'd love to be able to grind the beans and have it but uh yeah we we've never invested in in a sort of bean grinder it's it's well actually the the the, the grinder actually came because uh when I had the um the farm business and I was doing yeah. uh mutton and hog it so yeah. we needed to grind spices so that's why I had it uh and having an, an engineer as a husband um the sort of everyday coffee machines yep. get the uh, uh, on technical ability <laughs> so, <laughs> Fair enough. i have the grinder i have the beans i'm going to make yep. a cup of coffee <laughs> right slightly over engineered perhaps then it may be yeah so how, what's your favourite, is that your favourite coffee, Blue Mountain, or do you have anything else that's 
particularly for special occasions? I have to say that I am very unconnoisseur in my coffee. I like a good cup of coffee, but I wouldn't be able to tell you what the coffee is. Okay. Um, I really am now, having had this, I, I'm really going off kind of instant coffee. Yeah. Um, and um, I suppose my my big thing is is that if I'm going to have a decaf coffee, it has to be um, it has to be water decaffeinated. Um, okay. So that limits the the amount of uh, basically decaf coffees I can I yeah, can yeah, have. Sure. Um, I've got very very um, aware of the chemicals we're eating, so that yes. to me is more important than the taste. Um, but obviously if I don't like coffee, I don't like it, but I couldn't tell you what it was. I'm, I'm a little bit of an unconnoisseur. Give me wine. I'll be quite happy. Be much, <laughs> much more knowledgeable. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll do that on another podcast then. That'll be more, that'll be a different kind of fun. So, so how do you, how do you drink your coffee? Is it flat, uh, white, milk, sugar? With, with milk. Yeah. Yeah. With, with milk, filter coffee. Yes. Okay, great. And uh, it's interesting you say that these different coffees these days. Let's just give me a filter coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I and I, you know, when I go to Starbucks, you know, all the fancy coffees that are up on there, I just go for the filter coffee. And most people don't even realize that stores like Costa do filter coffee. It's the most, it, it's the best value coffee. I think it's about 150 a cup. And that's pounds now. And uh, yeah, and very often you go to some of them, and you get free top ups. So you can sit there drinking filter yep. coffee all day long yeah exactly. absolutely yes yeah. It's, it's interesting what you said there though about the chemicals because that's become more and more of a theme as i've been holding this podcast that people they they choose their coffee based upon the strength you know whether they like something bitter whether they like it strong or whether they like it sort of an everyday all day drinking coffee but more and more people are looking at the the treatment and the the chemicals that go in their coffee. And you know, I had a guest on the other other day, Annie, who has moved from Tetley tea bags to PG tea bags. And I'll never get sponsored by Tetley after that podcast, I'll tell you. Because he found that Tetley put plastic in their their tea leaves, in their tea bags. Yeah, most companies do. Yeah. And we thought we I just sat there thinking, I'm sure the listeners were the same. And it's the same with coffee, isn't it? You know, you've really got to check out what's in your coffee because it's not just coffee you know there are so many different things it's a bit like the old anti-freezing wine that they used to put in wine wasn't it you know we have to be more careful about looking and seeing what's in our coffee definitely coffee is a really interesting one because uh, uh good uh unadulterated coffee is actually really good for the liver so coffee gets ah, okay. for us but yeah. uh filter coffee correctly done is 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 actually very good for the to help in the liver to detox. Yeah. So um, there you go. yes, the, when you start, when you start, I mean, I, um, when I wanted a decaffeinated coffee, because we had some friends who have a real problem with, with caffeine. Yeah. Um, it took me, it took me quite a while to find a Swiss water decaffeinated coffee. Right. And, and that yeah. actually okay. came. That's, that's very specific though, Swiss water. Well, no, no, that's what, that's what, what it is. That is yeah. the decaffeination process. That is just right. water, um, right. and um, but uh, yeah, most of them are, are chemically decaffeinated. Yeah, which really mm. is pretty horrific, yeah. really. Yeah. <laughs> so 
let's let's take away the fear of what we're drinking in the coffee then and listeners you know check what's on your coffee yeah definitely um tell us what's been the latest or most significant thing that you've worked on in your own business then annie give us give us something um one one thing that you can tell us Mm. i know there's probably loads yep me me yep absolutely um mindset um and how i view the business has been my and is my key change okay so how was it before and how has it changed then chaotic um i ran a very very successful chiropractic business um on world of word of mouth referral um but i had no systems in place um i had a hatred of systems i didn't see the business as a successful business um it was effectively, I was so unconfident in myself that I didn't actually see myself as a business person. Okay. Why, why do you think that was? Oh, I think a lot of people um, listen to those negative things or perceptions of negative things that people say. And they take it, you know, going right back to your childhood, really. And they embody it. And um, you have to unpack those things and explain it and examine them in your in your new circumstances. And realize that actually they are just words. They are something you've taken to heart um, and made into your script when actually they were completely different context. Uh, and they certainly don't apply today. Yeah, it's it's interesting you say what you said there about what people have said because many people that I've spoken to immediately go to their inner voice. Yeah, it's what they're saying to themselves, and very often I don't think people realise that we only learn that inner voice and train that inner voice by the external voices that we hear, as you say, that we take to heart. Nothing starts with that pure baby with suddenly lying there with a nappy on thinking my life's going to be rubbish for the rest of my life. You know, we don't have those inner thoughts as a baby. We learn them from the people that we listen to, don't we? And uh, if, if you were to say something that would help the listeners realize that and perhaps identify somebody who might be having an effect on them, what, what would you say to that person? How would you get that person to realize that? If I can, if I can give an example. Mm, um, I had a terror of writing. Um, okay. An absolute fear of writing to the point I've never been able to write a website. It's, it's really stalled me. Yeah. And during the first part of lockdown, I was having some sessions with a lady. And one day she said, Just put all this aside. She said, I really don't understand something. You write in a way that is so visceral, so real, Mm. so connecting, yet you're terrified of it. And I went, what? And so we had this conversation and she just went, just go and write. Just write about anything and learn to love it. And as I did, I put bits on social media and I got that feedback of everybody saying how fantastic it is you should be an author, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And that then made me realize that I had to look. So what I would say to people is 
what you're most scared of, put a list down and from that list, look at what is stopping you the most and then look at why you think that of yourself. Yeah. Where did it come from? And if it comes from a person and still comes from a person, then either speak to that person and say, yeah, this is what the words you're saying to me. So I had to do that. I had to do that with my husband. And so he had yeah. to change how he was speaking. He didn't mean that. He was just trying to help, but he didn't realize he was feeding this inner voice. Yeah. He had no idea. But also you may have to actually disconnect from that person. Yeah. And that's hard when they're family because you know, I've done lots of things over my life and certainly uh, I haven't got much of a family. You know, I'm, I'm only a child, but Angela's family is quite large. And when we've done things, the family generally are the people who are the voices that you shouldn't be listening to. And that's hard to disconnect from, isn't it? It's very hard. And I've, I've had to disconnect from members of my family because yeah. of the negative impact that it was having. Yeah. And I don't think what we're suggesting listeners, is that you actually don't see your family again or... Yeah. Yeah, that's up to you. But it is sometimes you've got to pick your conversations, haven't you? And if you start getting into a conversation, you know, sometimes you have to say, I hear what you're saying, but yeah, let's move on to something different. And you have to disconnect the conversation, don't you, more so? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, and you have to tell them why you're doing that as well. And, and, yes, and that's a good, why, that's a good, why good you, are, you are perceiving what they what they're saying and when they understand actually if they really don't mean that then yeah. they understand actually and then they change their words if they if they really want to help you yeah. um and so i suppose for me perceptions was really i started to learn perceptions because i um behavior you know in 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 health and and changing health it's all about our behaviors we we know yeah. all the information it's all in it's all on the internet it's all out there but we still don't do it so, so I needed to understand why people didn't do it. Well, we, that term, um, you know, that, that connection gap between the information and action. So yeah. I started doing an MSc in behavior change. Ah, and okay. so that really helped me understand perceptions and how we perceive what is said yeah, and yeah. how that inner voice starts to work through the psychology I learned. Yeah. There's, the there's a great book um, by somebody I've, I've sort of, follow for a while and read uh i'm trying to think what it's what his proper name is but it's flip <laughs> flippin okay and i think it's philip his, his name's philip flippin but they call him flip flippin right. uh, and, and he's got something called the flip profile and it's a typical sort of profile but it's about 39 different aspects but his book uh, the flip profile talks about those different perceptions very much and he gives each of them sort of nice names like you know uh, turtle or cloud or and all these different ways of, of doing things but very much his whole book is is all about perceptions because that's that's what it's all about it's just our filter that makes a difference isn't it and some people do say things out of malice but very often the way we take it is our choice it's our filter isn't it it's the way we perceive it so, so how's it been since you've worked on yourself then, Annie? Tell us a little bit about what the difference that has made to you. As one of my clients said, transformational. <laughs> okay, right. 
Absolutely. Um, I, I mean, it's obviously work in progress because you can't just sort of flick that switch no. and everything falls into place. Um, but I am now really enjoying growing my business. It's fantastic. It's exciting. Um, I, I see, I'm meeting so many new people. I'm seeing revisiting old friends like we are now. Yeah. Um, I, something you said earlier, it's, it's business is about sharing knowledge and information about how yeah. people can reconnect with their health, their vitality, their joint health. Um, and I get recompensed for that basically. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. for me, it's, I, to make the journey that I took back to health and I now, okay, I haven't done it this year, but you know, I've done triathlon up to an uh, Olympic triathlon. So 10K run, 40, 50K yeah. bike, um, you know, I'm riding, I'm done a half marathon. You know, that's all on yeah. a leg that was supposed to have a knee replacement. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I find it so sad when people close you off and say, you can't do anything. It's too far gone. And I think yeah. it's almost like, I hope I've been able to show you that something that might trigger your interest in you to go and learn more. Yeah. Because sure. my journey won't have been worth something yeah. If um, if I can't do that, and it almost um, a friend of mine, it's actually just about to be ordained, said it was almost. She was listening to me, and she said it was it was almost like somebody who meets God for the first time. And I said, uh, yeah, that's, that's a good comparison. Really, really kind of like um, a bit woo woo and a bit woo. Yeah, but. Yeah. I suddenly realized that, you know, I was, I was put on this planet to do this journey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I think you're touching yeah. on something really important there because I think, you know, we all have to love doing what we do. And, you know, I've had businesses that, you know, have been very profitable businesses, no doubt about it. You know, and I've had lots of people work for me in the past, but, you know, somebody asked me when I started coaching and I hadn't been coaching very long, uh, probably just a couple of years. And somebody said, so what's your goal then? What's your end goal? And I said, I, I don't have one. I said, you're a coach. How can you not have an end goal? I said, because I want to coach until I die. Because mm -hmm. I love it. I said, every morning I get up and I love what I do. And one morning I won't get up and somebody will put me in a box and that'll be the day that I stop coaching. <laughs> that's it. You know, it's, it gets no more complicated than that. And I think that's, that's that sort of meeting God moment that you talk about. Because when you fall in love with your business so much, when you realize that this is what you were put on the planet to do, you know, and I work with lots of different people around the world, you know, uh, and a lot of faith based Christian people as well. And it, it really does make a difference when you love what you do. And I can see that, you know, listeners, you can't see any, I, I can, you know, and I've known Annie for a long while. You can tell when somebody really loves doing what you're doing. And that is a difference from when we last spoke. I yeah. can definitely see that. Uh, yeah. And it is that moment, isn't it? You do need to have that moment with yourself or with your maker, whatever your faith is. You do need to have that moment where you just fall in love with what you're doing. 
it, it is. It's. I've tried a number of you know, a number of different things with coaching. I love educating, mm. and it took me a little bit of time to sort of mold it into yeah. to what I do. So if I, you know, for, for me, my goal is to change how people view joint problems. Yeah. And that for, for me, um, I put a post out on LinkedIn this morning and somebody replied that it was about gut health and the fact they've now found that um, are the health of our, 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 our gut yeah. is intimately linked to the health of our, our joints. So that if you have a poor gut health and you injure your joint, it will degenerate very quickly. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, and, but if you have a healthy gut and you injure that joint, it will repair. Yeah. And it made me realize when I read that research is that is what I had done. Yeah. I had mended the gut yeah. and I had done the other bits that need to be done to make that joint strong again. Um, but I think that I think there's such a valuable lesson there, though, isn't it, that you've just said there, because in business, we have to apply that same thing that we know our own businesses. Yeah, very often when something's broken, it's because something else isn't good enough to be able to fix it. Yeah. And you've got to go back. It's that Maslow hierarchy of needs, isn't it? Business yeah. hierarchy needs, whatever you want to call it. You've got to go to that base level that has to be right so that everything else has more chance of fixing itself. Yeah, yeah. And and so, and they said, what they said was that, that has to be got out. That message has to be got out. And it was really, yeah. really interesting because I read that and I went, my God, that is that has got to be my key message because it's so simple. Yeah, yeah. It is so simple. Yeah. Um, and they often are, aren't they? We're, and we overcomplicate things, don't we? And when we're selling things, we overcomplicate even more. Yeah, so. yeah. So just before we ask, you know, how people can connect you and go on to the sort of final couple of questions, I just want to ask a question about the recent pandemic then, because, you know, for many people listening to this and for many guests, it has been polarizing. Some people have done exceptionally well, myself included. I've had more clients than I've ever had during these last 18 months. Uh, but I've also had to do a lot of things changing. I've spent more money on technology. We were talking earlier on before we started, different microphones, lots of different things I've had to learn about. How has the, the sort of the, the lockdowns and the pandemic, uh, if you want to call it that, how's that affected you? In an everyday life, very little, because I am extremely blessed to live in effective isolation. Um, you know, our nearest house is 400 metres away. And the nearest mile in each direction. Uh, yep. So the, the fantastic thing of no traffic was beautiful, because we actually really heard the countryside as we yep. love it. So in that way, very little change. Uh, in business, um, whew, um well, my business basically stopped. I was a chiropractor. Um, we only had, we could only um, see people uh, for emergency. And yeah. my basis was, it was uh, chronic pain and chronic yeah. pain is not an emergency. Um, so literally overnight, someone turned the tap off. 
But, um, you, but I'm sorry, but you would anybody listening to this will think chronic pain sounds like an emergency to me. Nope, it's not deemed an emergency. Really? Um, so yeah, someone turned the tap off, and I have to say, for two weeks, I someone had taken the floor away from me. I was just yeah, I bet. mentally in free fall. Yeah. And it was actually the best thing that ever could happen. Yeah. And because I had to find that inner self um, and, and go, I, I, I need to change. You know, you, you wanted to yeah. change, Annie. So therefore, this is the... <laughs> yeah, it's a catalyst. This is the catalyst. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so- and, and I was the same. Yeah, when I, when I had the construction business, uh, you know, I, I always planned to be a coach when I was 50. And in 2009, I was four, 42 and the recession just hit. Construction just died on its feet. And I was very fortunate that I managed to you know, exit my businesses successfully. But that was a catalyst that forced me to do it eight years early. Yeah. And, I, yeah. and would I have probably done it if it had carried on? Would I even done it at 50? Probably not. But sometimes we need those seismic shifts, don't we, to make us change? We do. And and. Yeah, no, it's so basically, yeah, that led me on a, right, this is what we're going to do and this is how we're going to do it. And so I spent the last 15 months tweaking it to now what it is. So if people want to find out more about you, connect with you, see the content you put out there, where's the best place for people and the listeners here to to connect with you? Well, you know me. (laughs) (laughs) And some things haven't quite changed yet. Right, okay. <laughs> he goes, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> the best the best place is LinkedIn, Dr. Annie Wright. Okay. And uh, if you want something a little bit more lighthearted, then find me, Annie Wright, on Facebook, and you will see all the news as it comes out. You know, that that's a bit more of a right. lighthearted. There's a few goats yeah. and horses and a bit of business. So if we um, want to see the person of Annie Wright, go on Facebook and what else happens in your life. And if we want to see the, the articles and the posts, go to LinkedIn. Yep, that's about yeah. it. Pretty simple, really. Yeah. And just give us the, how do people find you on LinkedIn again? Um, it's, um, I'm fairly sure it's Dr. Annie Wright. Okay. So Dr. D-R. Yeah, and then Annie yep. and then Wright. Annie Wright. And that's yep. Wright, W-R-I-G-H-T. Yeah. Yeah, great. Make sure the listeners get it written down. That's what I always like to try and do. Yep. Great. So so find you on there. If the you knee want lady. A little... The knee lady what? is the key. The knee lady. The knee lady. Ah, okay. The That's knee lady. Good. Right. Okay. <laughs> I, I need to remember that for later. And we'll have a, when this recording is finished, we'll have a quick conversation about that. Annie right, the knee uh, lady. Annie, Annie right, the knee lady. That will get you there for definite. There's no other. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> So if, if you could give the listeners something that they could take away, something that they could do, something that they could uh, you know, take away straight away and do something with, what would it be, Annie, that you would share with the listeners? Look after your health. Okay. Without you, you will have no business. Okay. Anything that more is... specific? So you look after your gut health. Okay. Look yeah. after your gut health. This it's is interesting, the foundation isn't it? Of health vitality. But it's also something we refer to so much. I hear people say, trust your gut. Mm-hmm. Listen to what your gut's saying. Gut instincts. 
yep. we have so many references to the gut. It's almost like it's a second brain, isn't it? It is a second brain. It is, is it? Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, it is a second brain. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's not only, it's the source of our immune system. Um, it's the yep. source of our energy. Um, it's, it's frankly more, more and more diseases are being found to come from the gut. So it's the source of most of our hormones. It's, yeah. it is fundamental, but yeah, it, we it, abuse it. Yeah. So if we, if you could give somebody a, a way of looking after gut, so I think that's a great, great tip. Okay. Uh, and it's something we can do, but people will be sat thinking, yeah, I've heard that but I didn't know what to do next because that's what freezes most. It's like, like with your writing, give me a blank sheet of paper and I, I'm paralyzed. Give me a framework, give me a box to fill in and I'll fill it in all day long. So where would the listeners start in that process of looking after their gut? The, the really simple and positive is eat yep. more fiber. So eat more fruit, veg, and okay. anything that has any fiber in it. So that is, right. you know, your veg and your fruit are the the key and if you're really not a fruit and veg eater um then i would have supplements okay it's interesting yeah. you know, do not do not do not be afraid of supplements but when you do do supplements make sure that the company manufactures their own and yeah. tests their own and ships their own ah that's Which interesting you actually okay. very few companies yeah yeah yeah, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Which good. basically goes out everything on the high street, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, I, and I think, yeah, I was talking to somebody uh, a few podcasts ago who had got a worldwide uh, skincare range, and she said exactly the same thing about skincare. Yeah. You know, if somebody is just licensing it and getting somebody else to make it, somebody else to package it, and all they really are is a shipping company, then... Yeah, that's not a skincare company. It's not, no. Same thing. No. So really, really, really look into that. No, and don't be afraid of supplements. There is a horrifying um, a horrifying fact that um, research has shown that the, the vitamins and nutrients in our, in our fruit and veg, our food, basically, yeah. has reduced by about 30% over the last 50 years. Wow. Yeah. And that is purely because of of changes in environmental use so yeah. you know and i farming is very dear to my heart um and i do stick up for farmers because a lot is said that's not true yeah. and but i think the real truth of it comes um is that there is more carbon dioxide in the air yeah plant, plants obviously feed off carbon dioxide through photosynthesis yeah. That makes them grow faster. Yeah. And in growing faster, they take up less nutrients. Yeah. And I think that is the key thing that nobody yeah. ever talks about. Yeah. And, and that think, you will find on my Facebook page somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and I think listeners, if you're thinking, yeah, that I don't know what that sounds like, but you, know, you, you, you leave your baskets, your hanging baskets and your patio baskets in the greenhouse too long and watch how leggy they grow. Yeah, you know, absolutely. They grow, They're not healthy. Yeah. No, they're not. No, yeah. they don't flower well. They grow too leggy. Yeah, I completely agree with that. That is a fantastic analogy. And may I borrow that? Yes, of course you may. <laughs> <laughs> For a small thing. <laughs> so, um, 
Let's move on to the final question, Annie, and you've given the listeners so much here to take away. If you're going to have your next Blue Mountain coffee in a dream location, where would that dream location be? As we all have aspirations of getting back to traveling and you know getting to these dream locations. Some of us already can in certain parts of the world. Some of us have very little chance for quite some time. So let's, let's share a dream location with the listeners. Where would it be? Uh, there are many places, but a place that I hold very, very dear to my heart is a small village in the mountains in Switzerland. Um, okay. Where my sister is actually moving back to this month. <laughs> Right, because Switzerland is your sort of ancestral home, isn't it? It's my ancestral home, yes. Um, I'm very lucky that um, we have a a property in Switzerland in a small mountain village, and um, which we are fortunate enough to have open to the public. Um, And my, yes, I will be a very happy lady when I can sit on the terrace and and be served a coffee there. Fantastic. So I've got to ask two questions just to complete the picture. Sunrise or sunset? Question one. And winter or summer? Because it's Switzerland and you're in the mountains. Winter or summer? So those two uh, Well, it will have to be summer because in that okay. part of Switzerland, the um, it's actually not open in the winter um, because okay. of no skiing. Yeah. Um, and sunrise or sunset? Sunrise will probably be a little bit chilly but I'd be enjoying yep. my coffee looking out through the window onto the Bondarska mountain, the glacier. Fabulous. Fabulous. Um, what a so, picture. Yes. Both, actually. Both. Yeah. But if I'm allowed, both. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much for giving up your time. It's been an absolute pleasure to hear of your journey and getting an update from you as well. And <laughs> listeners, you know, this is the first time that we've caught up in, in a few years now. So you've heard the first catch-up that we've had in some time. And I hope that you have taken something away from it. Particularly, I've, I've had to put here that you were kicked literally into business. Yep. Yeah. What, what a great, great, great story. Yeah. You've got a lot to be thankful <laughs> for horses, uh, definitely. And the funny um, thing is it was, it was blamed my, on my horse, but it wasn't my horse that kicked me. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So thank you very much for giving up your time. Thank you for sharing some some great tips. And listeners, you know, make sure you take something away from, from what you've learned. I really do appreciate your time. Lovely, thank you. And listeners, as you know, this is my mission to help businesses, coaches and consultants around the world become better aware. And we've certainly had more awareness today than uh, we've had for some time. Better educated, some great tips of what we can do and particularly how to look after our gut and where to start with that. And of course, it's down to you to do something with it. You've heard the things on this podcast, go out, take action, do something with what you've heard today and share with us any successes that you've had as well. It'd be great to hear what you've done and what kind of difference it's made because Annie's giving up her time. Let's reward that time by connecting with Annie and sharing with her Thanks very much. This is the difference you made to me and to my life. That would be a great thank you to Annie to do that to her. Uh, And listeners, I look forward to having you on the next podcast. Bye for now. (laughs) 